Welcome to Water to Wine Podcast, a podcast for the everyday person who is waking up, making the decision to not give up. Every time that you listen, we hope that you find the tools to overcome your obstacles and keep having faith that God is working things out for you. Tune in to hear how I overcame the darkest year of my life and how other women are overcoming and reaching success. I'm your host, Kiara Roper. Now let's dive in. What's up, Water to Wine Podcast? I'm your host, Kier Roper, and we are back with another episode. So it is October. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I, of course, could not leave my podcast hanging. So this month is interesting because, I mean, pink is like everywhere. And when you have dealt with cancer, of course, you recognize it more. So I am just sending lots of love, first off, to anyone struggling this month, every month, just trying to hang on to survive, you know, getting their diagnosis. Also to the women who have overcame this journey, who are winning, who are literally surviving, even though they do not know how. Um, I want to say thank you for being such an example to us to show many women like myself that we actually can make it, that cancer does not have to consume you. It does not have to be the end all um, of your life. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. I think this month should be more about um, hearing those stories, more about people talking about what it truly is like to go through breast cancer or cancer in general right so yeah that's that's the important part I mean the pink really means nothing (laughs) um it definitely is more about the people so that's what I have to say about that now let's get into it so I kind of left you guys off with you know just my And it's so interesting because lately I haven't been experiencing a lot of that. And I'm so happy. I know it kind of pops up here and there and that's okay. But I did talk to my oncologist about it. Like I told you guys I would. Went into my appointment for a follow-up. Everything was okay. Actually, they didn't do anything different. They took a port draw draw they ran a bunch of tests to see how my labs were looking they checked my breasts you know asked me how everything was going and so I mentioned to them are we going to do about this anxiety and so my oncologist really talked to me a lot about experiences with anxiety letting me know that thing this is normal It, it is okay but we don't want it to hinder your life for example whenever it's to the point where like something you can't go places or you know it's really preventing you from doing your day-to-day activities then of course you know you may want to get on top of that because that's not okay right that a lot of it was really just talking about it trying to get to the root of you know what's going on and so I am happy that I feel comfortable talking to them and just kind of letting them know. 
I received a referral to integrative medicine, and that is where they will take, you know, more holistic approach, try different methods like um, yoga, meditation, massage, acupuncture, to name a few, and supplements as well. You know, just trying to use other methods of healing. And so I really like that. So I went to my appointment. Absolutely amazing. It was such a good appointment. It kind of exceeded my expectations because y'all know, you never know what to expect when you go into a doctor's office, what level of care you're going to receive. And that's very unfortunate. But I mean, I pay attention to a lot of that stuff. Like, is my provider empathetic, listening to me, um, supportive, encouraging, and knowledgeable, you know, what I have going on. So when I went to my integrative um, we actually spent like uh, two hours. It was like two hours. So that's a long time. And an hour was just kind of talking about breast cancer and, you know, what's going on in this whole idea of fight or flight. And so talk about, you know, what I took away from that appointment. And so the first thing was, I didn't understand how much people don't understand. And I think the every day that we kind of breast cancer or live in survivorship of breast cancer or whatever you are on the journey, we learn something new. So back to my point of I didn't understand that people don't understand. So appointment and she's asking me, you know, well, how are you feeling? How are things going? And she specifically they've been since your diagnosis or, you know, just the specific sentence of asking me, like, how are you doing since this? And in, including cancer in that, I swear I was going to break down into tears like, like, wow, that's what I'm missing. That's like it's kind of like that. You see me because People just don't ask, you know, people, they don't ask you how you're doing pertaining to what you're going through. And, and that's no fault to them. I'm just highlighting the, basically the importance of also being intentional and also recognizing the fact that we have to become specific when supporting people at their pain points, I believe, because that meant a lot to me, but it made me sad because I don't want the most of my support to come from when I'm in a doctor's office. You know, I wish they weren't the only people who understood. And I know they get paid, you know, that's their job and that's what they love to do. But it still makes you kind of sad that your everyday doesn't feel like that. You know, my everyday doesn't feel like that appointment. Um, yeah, so that was kind of like really big for me. And I really appreciated that moment because I was able to talk about cancer and I don't think I get to talk about it with that much openness every day. And so if you feel that way, just know I understand that. And I think we have to also that with cancer every day like we do so understand and two 
I just hope that to understand what it means to be empathetic, what it means to consider someone else's situation. And you don't have to know the right words to say, but don't skip over someone else's pain. You know, let's be cognizant of where people are. Question, being intentional about that question can make a big difference. And so that was number one. That was really big for me. Um, the the listening, she really listened. What was that? And two, we went over and to me, you know, even though you're at different phases, you're still in, you know, your nervous system is still amped up in fight or flight. And so that anxiousness is still a part of that when you're not sleeping, when you're not in healthy habits, all of that plays a part in it. Y'all, I like to drink coffee, okay? And I've been doing really, really good because I have not had a cup since that appointment, maybe. I've switched to chai tea now to try to wean myself off. And I love it so far. I love it over here in the chai tea world. But the coffee was not helping, y'all. I don't know if I mentioned it in my last episode, but coffee was like a big trigger. And so we talked about that. Like, what am I eating? What am I doing? And so that was really, really big. Even though, of course, I know like have better eating habits. But one thing about when you chemo and then you're on the other side of chemo, you want to do whatever you want to do so bad because you know what it's like to not be able to do a thing. You know what it's like to not be able to eat, not be able to drink certain things, not be able to move your body, just all type of stuff. So when I switched over from chemo to back to my regular diet, child, I was living like, because I'm thinking I deserve this food. But in reality, like that food is not healthy for us is not good do everything in moderation so I just been like modifying and my biggest thing is of course I cook at home I enjoy cooking gonna stop but I do need to be more mindful and so far we cutting out that caffeine because it gotta go it just does not it is not good for my mental health it don't help in no type of way but you who are listening, I don't know what that could be for you, but you have to pay attention to the triggers of causing you displeasure. And I would notice the link. If I have that coffee and I have a bad day or stuff on my mind, or, you know, if stuff is already not going too well, if you're already in a traumatic phase, season, whatever, it just wasn't, it wasn't helping. So that's that we covered a lot about dieting um and maybe and her advice was like make sure you're pushing those greens and all of this sounds like oh heard it before but that's the honest truth push those greens into your body smoothies whatever you need to do get your greens and so we discussed that a lot and I was honest about that and so then we talked about supplements that you could take so just for anxiety or whatever you're struggling with, but had breast cancer occurrences. So we talked about what could help with 
reducing reoccurrence. And so different supplements like mushroom, ashwagandha, turmeric, um, I'm probably forgetting one, but hopefully it'll come back to me. Uh, those are just a few of the ones we talked about. We discussed melatonin because I took melatonin during my chemotherapy. I just ran out, guys, and never got a ref- refills on them, but she would not really speak on melatonin much, which I always find it interesting when you talk holistic care in a medical environment, they kind of like, you could just tell when they hold it back, if that makes sense. And it it wasn't a bad energy, like, oh, I don't want to help you. But she kept saying, go look up the research. She was like, really research melatonin and cancer. Like, and I'm thinking, I already know, girl, because I was taking it. But, you know, she just kept saying, like, do some good research that research that so that's definitely one to add to my toolbox to start taking again um and I basically for those you don't know when I started taking melatonin for um during chemotherapy melatonin works with your immune system so I think that's the kicker in melatonin and cancer article says it could be an excellent candidate for the prevention and treatment of several cancers as therapy. So do your own research and do what's best for you. But yeah, so we discussed that, like that we are talking about herbs in medicine. I love it. So lastly, we discussed meditation. So with meditation, the intent is to bring that nervous system out of fight or flight to like your more natural calm state. And so super interesting because I don't meditate. She did kind of talk to me about even how prayer meditation and that makes perfect sense because I would tell her like, well, you know, this is what I do. I pray a lot, and she was saying how connection that prayer it still it still works. It's kind of goals of meditation basically, but still that breathing, that mindfulness, that settling of your body is also very helpful for your nervous system. So she wanted to try the meditation with me. So we turned off the lights, well, dimmed them. And she would tell me, like, close to close my eyes and tell myself whatever she's saying. Like, two things she said was, um, I believe, if I can remember, she would say, like, my left arm still, my left arm is warm. Like, very random stuff. Um, but repeat that to yourself. And then we'll one limb to the other, one side of the body to the other, down to your lower extremities, like your legs and your feet. And that was really interesting. Um, And so I would like forget to tell myself what she was saying, but I'll just listen to her say it because her voice was like the perfect voice for meditation. I 
thought I was very calm. And it's so funny, if you don't believe me, when we discussed how I felt about the meditation, and she was like, oh yeah, so it's working. That means like you're more relaxed when you like yawn and stuff. And so I'm like, okay, because I feel better. But basically what I took away from the meditation that I thought was cool and now believe me, but I'm a very deep thinking person. Like that's just me. That may not be you and that's okay. So here's what I took away from it. So one, like the breathing techniques, she took me to my left side of my body, my right side to my left. Whenever I would be on my right side, the energy on my right side would be so hard to pull to my left. And I know that's weird. You have to be doing the meditation, I guess, to understand it. But I mean that to say, like, whenever I would have to shift over, it was hard for me to shift over there, like to put focus over there, which lets me know a lot of energy is being held on this side of my body. And coincidentally, that's the side that my cancer was on. That's the side that my trauma, that's where my trauma is. And so me, because I need to understand that holding that there, whether negative or positive energy, holding on to that trauma, I don't want to do that. And so even in meditation, even in simple breathing exercises, you could, if you pay attention to your body, it'll tell you like what's going on. And so I thought that was really cool to miss. And so, but it was really, really nice. And then we did a second breathing exercise where you like just breathe in. She told me to do it twice a day, morning and like afternoon or evening or whatever. But that's just where you breathe in for four seconds, hold it for seven and exhale for eight seconds um yes so I actually do do that now that one I be doing all the time and so uh yeah so that's all like that was the gist of my integrative medicine appointment and I loved it I took away a lot of things next things I need to do is just get the supplements and you know continue to go to my follow-ups. So coming up, I have acupuncture and a massage that I'll be doing. I'll be sure to come back to tell you all how that went and to just, you know, all this is going. But lately, my anxiety, it just has not been what it used to be. Doing my gratitude journal, I know I mentioned journaling in my last episode and how I am not good at it, but I was going to try it. And so now I done moved into, we just going to do gratitude. <laughs> so I write down three things I'm thankful for each day. Honestly, it does shift my perspective. Some days I forget, but I am way more consistent than I've probably ever been with keeping up with a journal. And so make it easy. Like for you, it could be one thing. That's my method. It got to be super easy and something I can do right then to jot down. So I jot down three things. Oh, thank you, God, for this. Or I'm just happy this. I'm happy I learned this about myself. Like whatever it is, I write it down. And I have just been able to like about myself, I would say. And so I love that. So 
yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this episode. I will be following up. I also have a nice surprise for the podcast that I'm really, really excited about. I have a really, really good surprise guest coming on. And that will make me so excited because you guys will get to hear his story. And y'all know that's like desire for this platform is to for everybody because I promise you no story is the same like it's the same important that we just create a space where is given nothing is held back and also you're able to figure out how the heck are you going to go through life with this painful point and get out of this season and so, yeah, yeah, so someone else is coming on, hopefully, to grace this platform. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for meeting me here. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for listening. Thank you for just being you. We reached 200 downloads, y'all. I could not have done that without you. I'm so, so happy that that meant so much to me. Like a horrible week. And I got that email and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you. So, yeah, I'm being silly, but I love you. Just be blessed and I will catch you on the next episode.